0: It's Coffee Club Club time. time! for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Riekerd, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips, Ladies
2: and gentlemen, Bill Sparks. Gosh, I almost pushed the wrong button. I hope I didn't. Anyway, I guess you guys are hearing me, Mr. P- the Panel?
3: We're hearing you. We do. Okay,
2: go ahead. We are. Uh, I wasn't sure. I hit a button, and it could have been the wrong one. But fortunately, it wasn't. And good morning to everyone, panel and folks listening. Well, we're like everybody else. Had an eventful week. Um, one story that jumps out at me is Jenny. You can help out with this one. Maybe explain it better than I can. But we've had one, two, three, four, five, six times the plumber has visited our house in the past. What two months? Less than in two months not even two months and we could never get to the bottom of the real problem to see exactly what was going on and well it struck again yesterday and finally the gentleman said I can fix your inside it's only going to be temporary and he. Explained what was going on outside, and how did he explain it, Jennifer? That we they,
4: yes, yeah, the the different cable companies and things—they bury cables in the ground. They drill cables into the ground to bury them. And what they did was when they they didn't call eight one one like they were supposed to, and when they drilled the cable into the ground, they drilled into our sewer pipe.
2: And broke it in two.
4: So the cable, well, they bore the cable into it. So in the middle of the, so in the pipe is that cable, and and things wrap around the the cable and cause the plumbing to back up.
2: And folks, if you've ever been through that, that is a mess. But so hopefully the company took pictures and all of that stuff. And are willing to back us up. So we'll go to the...
4: And I can tell you that they they um, are very... Their invoice is so accessible. And he they explain in detail in the invoice what they did, what they found. I was really impressed because I didn't have to uh, make JAWS do convenient OCR or anything. It just opened up and read it. And, and they were very descriptive, so you wouldn't even need pictures really.
2: Right, but people like pictures when they see it. But hopefully there is some relief in sight. Second thing I'm going to ask you about, and this has a potential to do some serious damage to our Lions Club, and I didn't know anything about it. Kind of explain that one. Did you read the letter, Jennifer?
4: Evidently, yes. Evidently, well, the lady that wrote the letter was standing up for the the people. But evidently, there is a member of our Lions Club who is visually, is blind, and she's been a member for a long time. And somebody told her, they're having an event on the, what, the 3rd of July. And somebody told her, but she didn't need to bother to go because she would just be in the way. So... And some people have resigned over it, and the lady that wrote the letter told whoever... She said, "I, if I find out who did it, they will not be a member of the club anymore. And she defended this lady and said, you know, that's not what we stand for, and this lady can do all <coughs> kinds of things, some things... The cash box
3: and things like that better than the sighted people you know the yeah. alliance club is a service organization does that go against the whole um- the
2: whole principle and i've had this problem i've been the president two years between when i was in florida just getting ready for my surgery, they called and said will you run a second time and i said yeah i will because i had a few things with communications i wanted to get done and then i get an email that i had been taken off of the presidency and put on some office i don't even know what it was second vice president or something to get me out of the way and i called them up and said, hey, I didn't agree to this. This is not what I wanted. If you don't let me run for the office that you and I agreed because I appointed you to the nominating committee. And so they didn't change it, but for some reason, a couple people in the club did a write-in, and I won the election over... They're slating, but maybe I'm sorry I did. Um, we have one member who kind of makes fun of blind people sometimes, you know, talks about them, but he's not just, he's not exactly, you know, you can understand him. He's not. And then
1: we had the Lions Club yeah. who didn't want a blind person woman i don't know if it was because i was blind or because i was a woman or both to be secretary because oh, they said well yeah. i might have trouble with the computer oh uh, now yeah. dave and i were the ones both of us who set up their website for them
2: yes i did that fries too um
3: so uh, what did you do? well let's i'm sorry go ahead uh,
2: no you go ahead jen
3: I was going to say, what did you do about it, Chris? But I know we're with that, that Bill likes to introduce the panel and stuff like that, so I don't want to hold him up on that. Well, we
1: just we just ended up resigning because there were other issues, too. And, you know, I, I, they were complaining and complaining and complaining. It's, we don't have enough
4: it's people. It's not to, what this Lions Club should stand for because they, they their major donation is to Leader Dog. Which is for blind people, so don't tell me that they...
1: I know. So, so was ours. But they were complaining because they didn't have enough people to run for office. And I said, well, I can be secretary if that'll help. No.
0: And we had demonstrated a couple weeks before how we used the
3: computer.
1: And, like I said, we had already set up the website.
3: You know, if Melvin Jones were alive, Chris, he'd be turning over in his. He'd be well. He'd be turning. If he knew about this, he'd be turning over in his grave because that's not what he envisioned the Lions to be when he started the organization years and years well,
2: ago. Well, the talk. That well, I'm, they're
4: so hard up for members if they act like that. It's no wonder why.
2: Well, I'm going to give a talk to the meeting and say, blind people, sighted people. One thing I was told when I was sworn in: well, don't make this club blind centric. Well, I never had any intention. I thought it was going to be a Lions Club. I didn't say anything about blind-centric, so now uh, it is what it is. So, anyway, what else There have
4: already been people that have resigned.
2: Yeah. What else is going on with you, Jennifer?
4: Well, I'm kind of coasting a little bit since I finished my big project. Now I'm just waiting to get paid
2: waiting to get paid didn't didn't uh, i get a job that i applied for
4: yes you did I
2: and mean, what job is that
4: he he applied to be the it guy for my for my braille business and i, I told him he got it by acclamation cuz nobody else applied
2: <laughs> oh that's a big vote of confidence there but <laughs> so
4: but hey. he, he's, i'm i'm shopping for embossers i think that's one thing because this one I have it's it's good as far as it goes but it's not it's not made for well uh, this long document I did was 317 braille pages and it it could only do it like 75 pages at a time
2: Yeah so that that's one thing on the slot. Well, let's go to Jeff, since Jeff's been hanging around.
3: Boy, I've, I've been hanging around. people people. I'm like the thing that won't leave, you know. <laughs> what can I say? Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Coffee Club. Everything is good here. I mean, we've been having some very, very hot and humid weather. So they'll say, well, the temperature is 90 degrees, but it feels like it's 103. And it, believe me, it certainly does. But I'm doing very well. My daughter, Brenna, is going to be 14 years old on Friday, and she's having a birthday. And all of us are going to get together, and I'm not sure what she wants to do, but I'm sure she'll let me know. And I'll tell you, these kids know. what am I going to say? They know much more than I knew at 13 or 14 than I ever knew. They they are as smart as can be. You just can't believe how much they know. Well, everything is good here. Thank you, guys.
2: Chris and
0: Dave. Well, we're doing good here. It's 78 degrees here in Altoona, Pennsylvania.
1: It's going to be a hot one, and we're going to get some rain over the weekend, which we do badly need the rain. Unfortunately, it looks like it's going to come all at once, which isn't good for some people, but it won't hurt us.
0: Yeah, we really need the rain here.
2: Water supposed
4: to move to out by the 4th
2: of July. Yeah. You'll be back on that grill before you know it.
3: Chris oh, if you yeah. had the hot weather that we, you've had the hot weather that we've been having as well, right with the real 90, 90 plus temperatures as well, right? you guys
1: I'd actually grill on Friday while we can before it starts raining if it doesn't rain Friday because we're mm-hmm. going to be out to go out to lunch tomorrow
2: There you go. All right, let's go to radio Tim.
5: Good morning, everyone. Nice, pretty nice day today. It's supposed to get up to 88. Just too hot for me, but Jeff would like it, I guess. Yeah,
3: yeah, bring it on.
5: And uh, (laughs) actually, we're supposed to be in the upper 80s today, tomorrow, and Friday. And then the mid-90s, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So, Jeff's kind of weather. You got it.
2: Um. Great. Let's see. Am I missing anybody, Jeff?
3: Nope. We have one hand raised. And right. that's for Joe Sorensen in Albuquerque, New Mexico.
2: Go, Joe.
6: Okay. Good morning, everyone, here in the coffee club. 62 degrees. Talk, talking about thunder showers. And playing the sound effects up to 76. We've had some record high, low temperatures on Monday and yesterday the other direction. Anyway, I I like to go station hopping on my Lady A. I I like to go station hopping and and not bar hopping. And the interesting thing, you can go from BBC Radio 3 to BBC Radio 4, boom, just like that. Oh, I say, by voice command. And, you know, I like to talk like that anyway. And then when you can hear the big bend at 11 o'clock our time and seven hours later there, it is so superly great.
2: Well, there you go. Good morning, guys. Good morning,
3: Alan. And maybe you guys want to move to England, right? Oh, Oh. I say we're going to move tomorrow. Yes, we're going to ship out of here.
2: That that would be good for you and Jeff. Hard to move to England. No way.
1: Anyway, (laughs) no, we're we're doing good. I'm getting my. uh, I'm going to go by Best Buy later, pick up my laptop that they've been. transferring my old stuff into my onto the
2: new one so what's that, the matter with your laptop, Ellen?
1: I I'm getting a new um, I bought a new one and they're and over at Best Buy they've been transferring my stuff over from the old from the old broken down one.
2: Oh, okay. When when we get everybody through with their comments, I'm gonna talk about a laptop. And it was going to demo a little bit, but but we'll get to that after after we get through all the callers. I'm going to talk about some of the questions the person who's receiving the laptop asked me, and I'm going to talk on that for a few minutes and talk about these new laptops and changes and and things and misconceptions I'm hearing out there, and I want to try to set the record straight there. All right, Jeff, who do we have next?
3: All right, hold on a second. We have... Uh, where was I? Just lost my place there. I believe we have uh, uh, Julie Gail McC- next, right. Go ahead, and meet yourself, Gail. Hi. There she is. There you go. Go ahead.
1: Well,
7: <laughs> it's... <sighs> It's been a long summer so far and it's only June. I went into the hospital, I had, what happened is I fell. I fainted is what happened, I think. My platelets, I have this autoimmune disorder, supposedly. And my my platelets went way down. I, first I went out to lunch with my friend, Beth, and you know who you are, Miss Beth, and, um, came back from lunch, Mother's Day, the next day, I ended up in the hospital. I had to have uh, my spleen removed. They thought that would change things as far as my platelet level. That didn't do a thing. They took me off the medication that I'm supposed to take for that. That screwed everything up. Then I went to a uh, care facility in St. Louis Park, Minnesota. They messed around for a while there. Then I came back. And then I went to this Good Shepherd care facility, and they messed me up even there. Glad to be home after everything.
2: Whew. Just stay home and stay safe and do what the medical people kind of want you to do and just stay safe.
7: And I love the care, the the personal care, you know, the PCA that I have. She is so wonderful. She's been with me throughout this whole mess. I feel great. Uh, everything was regulated fine, but I had to tell these people this one medication that I take for my platelets. I've got to take it at I have to take it at four in the morning. I have to take it with water. They were giving me it, giving it to me any old time, and they were giving it to me in, with milk and dairy products. You know, not supposed to do that because it renders it useless.
2: Yeah. Well, we're just glad to have you back. Glad to be back. We're just glad to have you back. And uh, I love the challenge of all your requests. I used to play the best of Gail's requests while you were gone.
7: Yeah, Beth told me about that. And I appreciate you all. I really, really, really do appreciate all of you. You know, all the support and all the thank you very much. You know, because that was not easy for me.
2: Well, that's good to have. You back. It's
7: All wonderful right. to be back.
2: Well, good. Stay back. All right. I will uh, stay home. <laughs> uh, you can come back in just a few. Let's see. Jeff, are you ready to pull the trigger?
3: Yep, we cre- got Julie McCullough. Can uh, can you unmute yourself, please, Julie? And uh, you'll be next. And then after that, will be, uh, we'll be... Go ahead, Nolan Powers. Go ahead, Julie.
7: Hi. I, I think I'm here.
2: Yes, you here are. are. Okay. Time for more
6: information.
2: Uh, Go ahead.
8: The, okay, the the Lions Club—they're all about things for people with eyes. That's that's a lot, mo- much of the purpose of the Lions Club. So I can't imagine anybody who had a problem with people who are blind would be in it, or they didn't know what they were getting into. They, it was just a social organization for
1: them.
3: Well, in reality, Julie, it's not just for blind people. It is a, it is a service organization. And at least our organization provides hearing aids for people who have a hard hearing. So, That's and I true. And, and they do other things, but but yes, they, blindness is one of them. But they do other things as well. And uh, yeah. it was founded by Melvin Jones, and I, I forgot the year it was founded. But right, I understand goes, all
2: that Melvin Jones stuff and Jeff, and I understand all of that. But these people, it's not just because it's a blindness organization. It's made up of people. And sometimes yeah. the people that belong to that need some sensitivity training.
3: You, got it. you, you, you say the right words, Bill. You're Sensi- right.
2: Sensitivity right. training. They're made up of people with prejudice and other issues, and they need sensitivity training. Right, and
8: and the last few years um, you know, people have been more emboldened in their prejudices. Well, you're right, and I think because
4: they've been shut up, I'm hoping that people will be nicer now that they can get out and do the things they used to do.
2: I don't know that they're going to be any nicer, but Mm -mm. at, at least at least but unfortunately, Julie, you know, these people are just Clubs are just made up of people, yeah. And they're going to say and do what they want without a disregard to whatever your feelings are, right. And Um,
7: because they have a right. <laughs> yeah, they,
2: yeah. let's God forbid, they don't get the right. But that—that's mm-hmm. true. And, and and there's a ton of good people yeah and, and the in the in the lions club so listen. but
4: they can't be let to get by with things like that mm. they need no. to be account- if they feel that way then they probably need to get out of an organization like that that's right
2: my yeah. suspicion is that, you know i fought a battle last year i wanted to put on our website the ability to pay our dues online it's okay they said if y- they voted it down, but they said, you personally can take people's payments on your credit card, but we don't want to do it. I thought, why do I want to get involved with that? But, you know, that's a club decision, but you're not going to go far until you, you know, get that together. Anything else, Julie?
8: Not right now. I may later.
2: You may. Thanks. All right. All right. Next victim, Chris Nolan
3: Parish, and then we'll have Jerry, and then we'll have Bill and Beth okay. and Bill.
2: All right, go ahead,
9: Nolan. Good morning. I want to say good morning to. I want to say good morning to everyone here on the Legend. Uh, it's currently seventy-two degrees here in St. Joseph, Michigan, and the high will be a high of seventy-five.
2: Oh, you're cool there today. Yes, you're cool there. So do you have anything coming up or anything on your mind Uh, that you want to talk about?
9: Well, um, I am actually, I'm actually, I'm actually excited to be uh, doing stuff with my uh, SWM, uh, YL Capernaum group. And I'll talk to you a little bit about that at the, uh, at the end of coffee club here in, I'll give you some more information about that privately. Okay. Okay. Yep.
2: All right, then. Well, very, very good. And thank you. Jeff, who's our next victim? Jerry.
3: Jerry's next at Indiana PA. There
2: you go, Jerry. Come on, buddy. Hey probably taking a second to get unmuted there. Here
10: we go. There
3: you go, Jerry. Um, Good
10: morning, everybody. It's 78 degrees here in Indiana, PA. And uh, we're going to have scattered thunderstorms today, about 84. And today is the day I find out basically, hopefully, what the rest of my summer is going to be like as far as my esophageal cancer and all that. And Judy's getting additional physical and occupational therapy at St. Andrews. And I just want to thank everybody for your prayers and support.
2: Well, you know, today's the day that maybe some decisions have to be made, and yep. we hope they're good for you or whatever you've got to do, that you're up for the challenge and you can get it done.
6: I feel good.
2: That's good. And go in, yep. and I'm telling you through personal experiences here, a lot of it, can help if you have a good positive attitude and you do you know some things you can't help but at least you do okay all right well good luck jerry
3: all right next bill we have beth moline out in minnesota can you unmute yourself please beth
9: okay i think i'm unmuted now go ahead you are great um good morning everyone i first of all Miss gail i'm sure glad to have you're back. We've been having some nice talks over the last few days too, because there's just been so much happening, and I'm feeling so much better. To knowing that you're back home, and um, I, I did have a lovely time last week when we had our universal yums here, and we went. We had Korea. We had South Korea. We had several different type of snacks from there, and you know, we never know what country we're going to get each time that we order and so I'm still hoping that (laughs) one of these times we get something from Australia because our activities director Carrie mentioned that a few weeks ago (laughs) and I'm surprised that that hasn't happened but I'm all excited about what we've done so far (laughs) so what kind of things did you have from Korea there were some truffle potato chips they were so good and I I could eat those any day there was also several different types of candy and I'm thinking if I remember correctly there was one and there were one or two kind of cookies and you know there was another couple of chips and, and another friend of mine was telling me one time that she hopes that we could get that things for meals. And I said, that would take a lot longer though if we were to do that. And we just, we only have a certain amount of time where we can do this. And then um, we, it's really interesting how we do all of this. And Carrie, you'll read certain things having to do with South Korea or with whatever country we have it from. I I can certainly enjoy that.
2: Well, that sounds interesting, and it gives you something to look forward to every single month.
9: It does. And today we're we're having a bus trip in the afternoon. We're going to be going to Culver's, and I'm going to get my favorite type of Sunday with chocolate custard or ice cream whatever it is and hot fudge and caramel topping. Oh, I shouldn't do that to you guys so early in the morning. That's always been a good Sunday for me, a good special.
2: <laughs> well, wow, that's good for you. Enjoy it. Enjoy the with your friends and the people you know on the bus and just enjoy it and come back next week and tell us all about it.
3: That I will. You okay. <laughs> the way, Beth, when you, when you talk about Korea, and they serve Korean regular food, ask them if they can serve you kimchi, which is a very spicy vegetable. It's very, very spicy. You may not, you may not like spicy food, but it's quite good.
9: Sometimes I can handle it when I have a cold, Then it really does good for the sinuses. It might hurt me somewhere else, but yet it still does good for the sinuses. <laughs> and today we have, this morning we have our drum class. And I'm, I am so looking forward to that. Well,
2: that's good. And thank you, Beth.
3: <laughs> All right. Next, we move to Chicago, Illinois, and we listen to Bill tell us about what's going on in the Windy City. Can you unmute yourself, Bill?
11: Yeah, we're about over oh, in the high 70s. It's supposed to get uh, rain today. It's been raining every day since last Friday morning, the last Thursday night. We had a big rainstorm last night, and Saturday I was out of town, but they had three tornado warnings go through the city out in Dyer, Indiana, Crete, Illinois, and different places. And they had the sirens. I was talking to a friend of mine who lives in the city, but the sirens went off Saturday. And it rained so hard here that on one of the streets up north here called Lawrence Avenue, the sewer was so backed up and so it's under pressure. It actually blew the manhole covers off, and you had 20- and 30-foot geysers in the middle of the street. There was that much rain. It rained almost, I think they said around six inches or something like that. I was out of town, but it really it really rained up here, and we've had rain every day. I can't even get my gust, grass cut because every time I want to go get it, it's still wet, and then it dries off, and then it rains. But we're supposed to get rain at least through tomorrow, and then we're supposed to clear off, and then we're going to be in the high 80s, and then we'll get into 90s next week, low 100s, I said, and talk about the hot temperature. I have a nephew lives out in the state of Washington. He works for the county, and he. he um, I talked to him last night, and the in Portland, which is about an hour from where he lives, they actually had to stop the streetcars because the heat was 117 degrees, was melting the wires that the trolleys used to run on. And they can't, they're trying to stop, they were even stopping traffic because the cars were ripping up the asphalt from the road It was so hot and things were buckling. I mean, it's really bad out there. I just heard this morning on the news 230 people died from heat in, in uh, British Columbia so far. And I was oh, talk, I was listening to a radio show the other night, and there was said guy it was about 11 o'clock my time. I'm not sure what that is and in Vancouver, There, if they're on Rocky Mountain or Pacific time. But uh, anyways, it was probably around 9.30 at night anyways, or 10.30. And he was saying at that point, it was 30 degrees Celsius. 30 degrees Celsius is almost 92 degrees. And that was at 11 o'clock at night. And they can't find air conditioners. They were talking on the radio this morning. People out there tried to find air conditioners. They can't find any because air conditioning is not a big thing out there. My nephew has air conditioning. He had to put in, but they can't find them because... They really don't sell them, but then what they did have, they said all the, all the Home Depots and Lowe's and all those are out of them. So they can't get any in, so it's, it's really hot out there. And I was just saying to my daughter, I hope this what they call it know, what they call it now, some heat, whatever it was, that big heat wave out, north, out northwest, I hope it doesn't move farther north. Because if it gets too warm, we start melting that polar cap, we're going to flood. Because they mentioned years ago, I remember people talking about the the North Pole, if the polar cap melts, New York City would be under eight feet of water.
3: So there's not
11: not enough space for that water to go into if it does melt, so...
3: Which it's I not only going to affect will, New York right. City, Bill it's going to affect places like Calcutta and a lot of other oh, places yeah. so. right, sure. All oh, yeah. places too, but
11: I mean it's really good because the oceans aren't big enough to hold Yeah. where so they can't hold on that water so I mean because I know out northeast you guys are getting heat out there too heard it. but the central part here we're getting all the rain and I mean it's it's been really really loud and violent thunderstorms I mean it's yeah, we hard, are getting I mean, a lot of rain Right, I mean, they had what was a Saturday, Dire Indiana, because they had a EF, well, not quite a one, tornado go through there Saturday. They had a lot of damage from trees and stuff, but not so much on their buildings and shingles and stuff. But they had six and a half inches of rain. I can't imagine how much rain. Oh my, yeah. <laughs> and, and and your sewer thing, Bill. Yeah, you need. You're glad they took pictures because. The company that laid the cables—that's their problem. They had to come back and fix it. So I meant that I would, uh, in fact, I would have them i would tell the your association about it and show them because they may have drilled in some other people's pipes and had not started yet. Because I don't know why they went that deep with the cables, anyways.
2: Who knows, and what they've done, or what's going on with them, or what. What the mess right, is? But I,
11: I would I'd, I would show the pictures, but I wouldn't give them to them. Oh no! I'd show the pictures to the uh, your homeowner association and tell them to check all, have everybody's sewers checked because, and the company probably would want because was that was that your TV company or I mean your cable company? Yeah, TV
2: yeah Comcast.
11: Oh, okay, they're, they're they're gonna be they're gonna be, if that's if they. Messed up the whole area. It's going to cost them a lot of money to to fix that. And what? And one thing, a real tragedy. Everybody else think about keeping prayers of the people down in Florida.
2: Yeah, that's, that's true. That's, that's really something. Else. It is. All right. Well, we better go on, okay. and we'll come back all right. to you. Okay.
3: All right. Thank you, Bill Fran, Avila, Can you all unmute yourself, please? And then Alan R- R- Ramos, you'll be up next.
2: I uh, can do that
8: oh wait am i up now or okay (laughs) i thought you said somebody was i was oh anyway duh um well uh, it's gonna be i think 91 today it's gonna be the high here which is cool for austin too hot for me but cool for austin um (laughs) unlike you jeff i cannot stand the hot weather if it's over 75 i'm complaining
3: no no i Uh, like the hot weather
8: that's what I say. You like hot weather. I do not. So I, I oh. said, unlike you.
2: Oh, unlike I me. Don't.
8: Yeah, unlike you. You're in
2: the wrong place but there. <laughs> <laughs>
8: you're talking about kimchi. I don't think I could get it in my mouth because the smell. It smells horrible.
3: It does. Hey, you've got to develop a taste for it, Fran. And I agree with you. But it does, you do have to develop a taste for it. I don't. I only had it once or twice. I'm, you know, I don't normally get it. But uh, I went to a Korean restaurant in Albany. That uh, Because a friend of mine uh, worked there, and I tried it, and it wasn't too bad. It really was okay. But lot, I like to try different foods. So,
8: Yeah, I do too, but I don't think I could get that because uh, we had a neighbor that I think they were making it or something, and I could smell it all the way down the hall, and I thought, what did somebody do in the hallway?
3: <laughs> well, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what we do, Fran. We'll, 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 we'll fly out to California, we'll take Gary with us, we'll fly out to California, and we'll take you to Winchell's Donuts, Okay.
8: Hey! Oh, that's that sounds great. Oh, I love Winchell's donuts. Yeah, yeah,
3: so do I. When I was out there, that's I love Winchell's donuts. And then you could go shopping at Alpha Beta or Albertsons. So,
8: oh yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah.
3: Or or Vons, either one. Yeah.
8: Yep. And my Victor stream died.
2: Well, I think you're going to start hearing a lot more about that. I mean, they're starting to get a little bit of age to yeah. them. I've
8: gone through four of them now. Gary's had the same one the whole time that we've had them. But for some reason, they don't like me. I've gone through four of them. I'm not doing anything. I'm not, you know, using them incorrectly or throwing them around or anything like that. But I just, I turn it on. It says, welcome to. And that's the end of that. And it turns itself off. And that happened to me once before. And it was the board was fried. So um, I'm not even going to try to get this one fixed because, you know, I I don't know. I was trying to decide whether to get another one or not because mostly I read on my phone. but And I can get, you know, all the radio stations on my phone or my A-Lady. But I don't know. Um, Gary has offered to get me another one. And, hey, if he wants to do that, I'm not complaining. But... <laughs>
2: Well, aren't they um, coming out, uh, there's some speculation, I don't know if Mike's heard this, but I have, that they're going to revise the Victor Stream, or that's going to be replaced. So, and that could only be a rumor. But I'm sure yeah. we're going to find out in the next few weeks. Yeah, well, I don't they can do much more
4: with it the way it is without... Doing some serious revamping to it. Yeah, and get a better speaker.
2: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Wi Fi too, but Blue, you know, I don't. The problem is,
4: they've tried to keep it simple, and people keep wanting it to do more things, and they've, they've about reached the limits of what that particular device with that construction can do.
8: Yeah, that makes sense. And a lot of the, a lot of people like it because it's very simple to use. And, you know, it, especially people who aren't into technology much and, and, you know, just want something easy and quick to use. So it's it's a good thing. But, boy, I don't know what it is with me. Mine just <laughs> break all the time.
2: You just so, have bad luck that way. Well.
8: I guess so. Anyway, so that's there's all that's going on here.
2: There's some options, and we'll talk about those. And one of them especially is the new revised Amazon Fire for $79. And I think you can even get a bigger one. But they're very easy to use, and you can get NLS books and store them. You can get Audible books. You can probably read Kindle books So and listen to all your radio stations and dictate them in or swipe and listen to them so wow there's a lot you can do with that new Amazon Fire tablet so and they're reasonably oh. priced so that may be a Victor stream option i'm just saying that yeah okay. it's just an option May it's always to, good to have
3: options.
2: <laughs> right. Right. And thank you, Fran. We have anybody sure. else?
3: We, we have one more person. Um, Alan Ramos out in Ontario, California, up early, early this morning, as usual. Hey, Alan. So if you got to here yourself, Alan?
2: Yes,
6: I did. Yes, I did. I'd like to say good morning to the panel. Oh, hold on. Just advertisement just happened to appear one, since I am
2: eating Yeah.
6: So anyway, uh, we have fifty-three degrees here with intermittent clouds. High will be ninety degrees, low sixty-three degrees.
2: Oh, that's good. Anything
6: else going on today? Well, uh, what I'm just saying is that I just went to my doctor uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I don't have to have any surgery. So
2: now that's good. Yeah. No surgery. Just hope things get better for you and do you feel better and you don't have to worry about that.
10: Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. about
6: the Victor Stream, uh, mine, the battery died. I guess I have to get a new battery. And, uh, oh, my hand started a little bit. Yeah. So, my battery died on my Victor Stream, so I'll be looking for another alternative for that.
2: Yeah, I think we'll probably have to do, we did one several years ago, but they've changed it substantially to um, this new um, Amazon Fire tablet, and they did a lot of work over at Mystic Access, and they really do a real good tutorial on that, and, you know, that's just one of the options, Yes. That you can use. I'm not saying not to get a Victor Stream. I'm just saying there are other options out there, and they're more affordable.
6: Another thing that Hewlett is going to have to consider that they're going to have to do something with it because the card reader is a real old one um, on that Victor Stream, and it's been around so long. You know, that yeah. technology changes so, so much, right? So that for $400 you might be able to find a better player, a lot cheaper.
2: Yeah. Yeah, got to be careful, but they're out there.
3: Yes, they are. But I'll give we'll be... my best to your brother, Walter, okay? Okay, Jeff says hello to you, Walter.
6: Hello, Jeff. I, I know one thing. My victim trick the battery fluctuates. i wonder if that's a normal thing for him. Yeah, yeah those are, seem to be a problem with uh, the Victor's team side, with the, the batteries. So, anyway, my battery oh, we yeah. are... 50. One more thing with the Lions Club that you guys have been struggling yeah. with. I do agree with you guys. So they're going to lose membership if they cannot change things.
2: Yep, you're exactly right. Alan, and thank you, and good luck can keep us okay. posted. Good luck to you, too, Bill. All right. Take care, Walter. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
3: And we have one more hand from Charles out there in Maryland, Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, Go ahead, Charles. Area code 410. Go ahead, Charles.
10: Uh, Well, how is everything? Um, First of all, I hope everything's going okay with you, Bill, and everybody. Um, I got a question, if you don't mind, please, about the blind shell. I've heard different things that after tomorrow what we have won't work. And then I heard uh, they're supposed to come out with another version that'll do the uh, 4 and 5G. Um, You know, do you guys know anything? And I have another thing to say later on if there's time.
2: Okay, um, I don't know anything about the blind shell. I know several people have got them, like them. I, I personally, it's not for me, but I'm, you know, but just because it's not for me doesn't mean that it's good. I just don't I like, to
10: love it but that's just me, yeah,
2: I don't like the old technology it's built on um because I don't think you can go forward with it. There's not much potential for it. There's only I so know. much they can do, and the carriers they you know, but but if if it helps me dial a phone and that's my main purpose and that's what I want to do and it works for me then god bless you and go forward you know if that's what works for you
10: but, well thank you also um my my um surgery was scheduled for next week but it's been postponed maybe they'll do it the week after and i'm looking forward to getting it done and Getting back to normal
2: again. So, so, what surgery did they finally decide they're going to do for you?
10: They're go- Yeah, thanks for asking. Um, they're going to go through the groin. They're not going to do the open heart, but things could change. You know, any time.
2: Yeah, um, they considered but that. Replace a- the valve? Or-
10: yes. Yes. Yeah. No. They, thank you for your interest, and thank you for your interest. They wouldn't go with mine on that. No. Sorry for myself for nothing
2: No, I know, and they thought about that for me, but they said because of my valve, and oh. I don't know why. Um, you know why they they chose the part where they go into open heart and you know to do that type of stuff, but. He seemed to think, in my case, that it lasted longer. I I don't know. It could have been the way the valve was, um, and since mine was in immediate danger, they just couldn't wait. So I don't know. That's why they get the mega bucks, and I'm sitting here.
10: <laughs> yeah, I understand that. I mean, I. You know, I appreciate everybody's concern. I hope I'm not... Uh, well,
2: no, no, but you'll let us know, I'm sure, when you can as yes, to how you and doing. You
10: know, thank you for everybody's prayers and all that good stuff, and I hope um, things start looking up for Jerry and um, Judy and how's, um, uh, Pan, Pan, how's Pan Stevens is doing and uh, Pad Francis. So I hope things go well for them, too. Right. We want to get... And every- Gail? And how's that Gail doing? Gail, Gail's,
2: Gail's doing I good. hear about... We can't keep her down. She's doing good. She was just on a little earlier.
10: Yeah, but, I think I heard it. I just, you know, I hope everybody's doing well. Uh, and yeah. I'm
3: not just trying to concentrate on
10: myself, either.
2: Right.
3: And Wait Charles, there. let me tell you something. We're, we're thinking about you, and when you're in surgery and when you're in the hospital... Let them put the headphones on and we'll 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 let you hear recordings of Hot Rod Hot Rod Holbert, Fat Daddy, and uh, uh from WWIN in Baltimore, Maryland.
10: Yeah, oh that would be fun. I would love to listen to that. Yes indeed.
2: Very, very good.
10: <laughs> there were right. big stars here in Baltimore.
2: Well I keep keep you. us oh. posted. We'll talk to you before you go in. And yes, uh, of course, of course. Yeah. All right, we yeah, got go to go,
5: Charles. That um, <sighs> that surgery going through the groin area is very painless. At it least. is. That's what I've
2: heard. A... I yeah, had it is.
5: Stints put in that way, and it was it was good. The only <sighs> problem I had, or not really a problem, but it was a a little annoying afterwards. It, I itching because of the
2: incision. Right.
5: But, but that was
2: about it. Uh, yep, yep. I did mine without any medication, uh, the the growing part. Uh,
5: yeah, yeah I, mine was that way too. Uh,
2: yeah, I liked it because I could get up and get away. So <laughs> I like that. Michael Good luck, Charles. Uh,
10: thank yes, you, Charles. Thank you, thank you everybody,
2: okay? All thank right. you, Charles. And right. Michael Loft's got his hand raised.
12: Yeah, he never has his hand raised. So well, come on know in know and what join us, Mike. Here. Well, hello, everyone. I uh, just wanted to mention a few things, but before I forget, I heard what I think is going to be exciting news for many of us uh, that that Walmart is in their pharmacies is going to start offering diabetic supplies at what they claim will be seventy five percent off others and I was surprised, and also Sams, I think within a month will be doing the same thing, so if you use either, either those pharmacies or maybe consider using one of those pharmacies now. But I didn't realize people are, uh, on average, they say, not well, many get it covered from insurance, but spend a th- $10,000 a year on diabetic supplies. So I was.
3: Well, I the, 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 the big one is insulin, Mike, uh, yeah, which right. is uh, yeah, H- Humalog. And that's going to be 75 bucks for a vial. But that's a lot cheaper than they'd have to pay it if well, you didn't I have I
2: wish they coverage. could do something for these um, sensors. The, you know, we buy that. That's the, what
12: I wonder, Bill. I think people should check that and see if there might be an option to yeah. uh, reduce the cost of those.
2: Mike, while you're on the line here, I had a question from... I'm setting up this new computer I'm mailing out to the... And I did get a, a Lenovo, and it's a nice little computer. But one of her questions was, and I tried to explain, is that, well, can I turn off updates? Well windows is going to make you take those updates you can't arbitrarily say you don't want you know the windows 10 updates i think in some versions you might be able to put it off for but
12: 35 days yeah. yeah
2: but eventually you're going to get um those updates
12: yeah unfortunately and uh You know, they normally are harmless, except sometimes they mess with the audio. So if you have than one audio device... But usually it's
2: nothing. And one of the things that I do for all my clients is I turn off that touchpad. I've had some customers who just go bananas over the touchpad. You know, on on laptops, they put these touchpads. So that's one of the things some people are asking can I get legacy software well my old computer had Microsoft 2010 or 27 it's harder and harder to find those from legitimate sites for
12: yeah unless you have it and that's an argument for keeping backups of all of your software because that's something looking at I would toying with the idea of installing windows 11 and again that's not anything i recommend for someone unless you are a geek or in my case the only reason i was really thinking about it was to maybe help them and give suggestions for accessibility improvements before it's released to the masses in october
3: there was a uh uh, uh, something on the bits list that, that nvda does work with windows 11 yeah, but and, it's like
12: beta 5, so you, and there's something else they want you to install. So, again, this is not for the faint Right, of the this
2: is not, and I wouldn't recommend anybody do it no, just not. yet, unless you just really want to get out there on that edge. and. you have a
12: dedicated computer, or like myself, I have drives I can pull out. I can turn off the computer and switch the hard drive and then have a dedicated one for that purpose, but... But I thought it might be neat to to give input and maybe, you know, uh, help with accessibility, narrator, and other things. Uh, Jeff Bishop with Microsoft says they read every message. So uh, folks who want to... Lately, my advocacy has been with making accessible software. I don't know if you heard, there's 9night.com. You can go and get installers for many of your favorite Windows programs, and it just installs in the background, no prompts or anything, and i Wrote to them about some they have an accessibility page and a few things that they should add to that accessibility page because they are accessible. And I gave them some suggestions a few years ago. So that's
2: I use that I mean, on all on computers. Library. Greg put something else on his computer and it's not accessible now. Oh, it's something patch whatever. Oh patch. Patch, patch PC, my PC. That is not accessible.
3: That used to work years that used ago. used to work. Okay. Yeah,
2: yeah it used to work, but it quit four or five years ago, and it quit working. So I don't recommend that. Um, one of the questions that people ask, and one that was asking me of, for, was... Does my Windows ten PC come with virus software? Oh uh, yes, it does. Very much so. Yeah. And, and it's I, actually I, good I software. It. I think
12: it works great.
2: Yeah. I don't work. think
12: viruses I'm not saying you can't get one, but that's really not what people should worry about today. What if you're gonna install some security software, you wanna install something that will permit what's called crypto locking where all your data is encrypted and you have to Pay with Bitcoin or something to get your pictures and important documents, especially for your business or whatever. As a matter
3: of fact, Mike, that's still – I'm not – I know I'm touting something that we talked about on all things radio, but Cox CMG, Cox Media Group, is still – and this is now going to be three weeks later – is still rebuilding their computer systems after being – after having their data crypto locked. And uh, 90 90 percent of their radio stations are still off the Internet because they – they're they're just not able to get it back up and running because of all the damage that was caused by that. But so, that uh, was
2: a little bit on their part too.
12: Yeah, but I mean they can get you. I mean, yeah, you know everyone should have backups. And again, if you if you're in Windows, the best software I know for accessibility is called Image for Windows. And it's by a company called Terabyte Software, and and have your own backups of everything. Your software, you can have a backup of Windows, so you can take it back to an exact date and time. When everything worked, so if you had an update that messed up things, but even there, and th- these people are smart, they know they get in your system and they wait a couple months so that even your backups are infected. So,
3: let me ask you a question because someone asked this question of me, and I was I, I was I listened to the Microsoft uh, presentation on Windows uh, 11, and they said, well, if I have Winamp or I have these other software packages, will they work on Windows 11? And the people at Microsoft said. That it's not going to, it's the problem, it will not occur with old software that you're putting on like that. The, the big thing is if you have a Windows 10 and it's 32-bit, that is not going to be, you, that is not going to be available. I mean, you, it, Windows 11 is only going to be a 64-bit operating system. Not, they're not going to go to the 32-bit operating system on Windows 11.
12: Right, so there's a lot of 32-bit software, so if it won't run that software... Yeah. Uh, then you, you're you going to have an issue. Some programs are lo- no longer going to work. But there's bigger issues for Windows 11. Many computers are not going to be able to run it. You're going to have to have that's, something that's very new. That's very,
2: very, very true. Um, even my computer may not
12: run. Others say within 18 to 24 months, you're going to have to. I talked to the company that built my recent machine, and, you know, yeah, it's, it should work. There should be no problems. But many people, you're going to have to first go into the BIOS, which is not something. Uh, so you're going to have to have sighted help to do that. There's no way I know of a blind person to do that unless you have it memorized or you have something that can read the screen or, you know, you could get IRA to help you if you have a little tech savvy. But, again, you don't just want anyone poking around in there because, you know, if you make the wrong changes in there, you can have additional problems. Of course, you can reset it back to factory. But I learned some things yesterday about that. Uh, So I don't even know if I can just go grab the new Windows 11 if I wanted to without first getting my son or someone to come and help me. But many systems are not going to run Windows 11. So Windows 10 will be supported at least through 2025, and we suspect way beyond that because there are just going to be so many machines uh, that are not going to be upgraded to Windows 11. So 10 will be supported for a while. Good news is they're going to go to annual updates instead of every six months. Maybe that will help with some of the update issues.
3: You said something about going into the BIOS. Can you just elaborate that on, on that a little bit? Because I didn't understand. Well, why. the
12: BIOS, that's your, it's called Basic Input Output System. And when your computer first boots, you don't see it. It comes up on the screen and it says press something to enter BIOS, like F10 or F1, depends on what motherboard you have. And you press that and you go in there. There's all the settings for your computer, things for security, something called fast boot, which I'm told you don't want to run. It makes it boot faster, but it's not good. So there's a whole bunch of settings in there, you know, like, boot order, like, you know, like some people change their computers so they can boot to a, a USB drive or something. But it's all the settings, hardware settings for your machine. Well, they don't work with a screen reader. You're not even in Windows yet. You're in the uh, the very beginnings of your computer. So, there's really no way. Uh, I had some guy, built, I think know them, somebody from England trying to sell me something you can plug into a, a port and read read the bios and get money and had no product to show. But a really blind person cannot do that. That's, uh, no, and negative, I mean, negative is to do, just a do fact. that. There's I no screen reader. There's no nothing talking at that well,
3: point. Well, years ago, and this is long before there was Windows 10. I think it was much earlier. There was a program called a, a device called the Speakalizer that would read the BIOS, but that that's outmoded, Mike. So,
12: yeah, it probably wouldn't work with modern motherboards. Yeah, I know there was tools that people have used to do it. Uh, I knew someone in Canada who did IT work with that. So. No, yeah, it's but the, the real goal, and they're apparently going to be successful, is getting people to buy new computers.
2: So that's the goal. You, that's what they want to do. And I had to go in the BIOS last week with sign it out, Mike, in order to make this computer act in a normal way with the function keys.
12: Exactly. But that's one thing you can change. Many that, of them have the function keys do other things, like. You know, brighten or dim the screen or turn up and down the volume of the sound or turn on and off the Wi Fi right. and then you right. to go to BIOS and tell them to work like regular function keys, so they'll be F one three F twelve, which we're used to for doing things.
2: But this computer has one of the best battery lives I've ever seen. So the person that's getting this computer is getting uh one of my top two or three computers here. That's how good it is. Um so I like it. You don't see many like this, Mike, with the volume keys on the side. Nice. nice. You know that what I mean? Nice. And the power key. I like the volume keys on the side. So.
12: Just anywhere. You have direct volume keys.
2: Yeah. I, I really like that, and I think that's a great thing. You know what Some I mean? Some
12: computers, like the laptops, you can hit like, the FN key and, and you know function F 8 or 9 or something. It depends on the board you have and you can raise and lower the volume but yeah that's nice dedicated volume keys.
2: Yeah. Well it looks like we might have a few questions here and then we we'll have three hands. Okay. Maybe there's questions for Mike and I or maybe Gail. Mike. Go ahead.
3: Do you want me to do Gail first and then David and then David or, or Let, what
2: uh... let's do David because okay. David hadn't been on.
3: Dave, can you un- unmute yourself, uh, please, Dave Meyer?
2: Yes, um, I have a question, um, and I may have missed it, actually, but
10: can you, as a can a person, as a blind person, I know I have a Windows 10 machine, but I don't know if it's a 32-bit or a 64-bit.
12: Is there a way to find out? I think if you, you uh, t- well, if it's, Unless it's really old, Dave, it's going to be 64-bit, but you can hit the start button and type the word Winver, W-I-N-V-E-R, and press enter, and your screen reader should you. come back and tell you what version of Windows you're using. and It'll say 64-bit or 32-bit. So. But
2: it'd be unlikely that it would be a 32.
12: Yeah, you'd be back to 2015, when- 2014, really an older computer. So I don't know what machine you have. Oh, okay, though. yeah, this one was purchased in 2019. No, so. you're, you're 64. You're good there. <laughs> yeah, that's, you're good. Oh, okay. Yeah,
3: now, Mike, I have a I have a I have a 2.4 gigahertz 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 processor. I wonder if that's going to be a problem. Uh, yeah. I know that my Windows is 64 bit, and my I bought my computer in 2013, but it was 64 bit when I bought it. Well, so yeah, you're, you're,
12: you're not going to run because it's it's getting things going back to the BIOS. You're you're stuck in Windows 10.
2: Yeah, you're not going unless to
12: Microsoft it. relaxes there, but they standards. Think they're going to Dave? Did you ever? Okay, but question. I don't understand
3: why I'm stuck in Windows 10, Mike. I don't get. I don't get that. Can just no, there's that? two
12: things I want in the BIOS. One is yeah. called Secure Boot, and it prevents you from doing dual yeah. boot. So yeah. you know, some people turn it off so they can run Windows and Linux, or maybe two different versions of Windows. And so it's a security thing. I think some of this stuff is is to, security, you know, maybe crypto locking, you know, security stuff. And there's something else which. I don't recall even what it stands for now, TMP 2.0. I forget right. the acronym. But these are all things that have been put in the BIOS systems in the last two, three years. They're, you know, they're chips that they've done to make systems more secure. And older motherboards just don't support that. So it's up to Microsoft who they're going to allow. But many people are going to be stuck in Windows 10.
2: And your version, just because it was the biggest and the baddest at the time, Jeff, um,
3: Oh, I get uh, that, <laughs> right.
2: A Two point four is a very slow processor. You know, compared to most that are three point one and even some more. So, you know, it's just not there, unfortunately.
12: But I don't uh, think Windows Ten is nothing to sneeze at. It's a good no. system. Oh
2: and yeah, that's there's no question. You can go for years and years. Dave, are you still there? Did you have any other questions?
1: I do not. He he muted himself.
2: Okay.
3: All right. And we have... And now we have Gail uh, Gruber Benson. Go ahead, uh, Bankson. Go ahead, Gail. Unmute yourself, please. You there, Gail? Can you unmute yourself, please?
2: Must be gone.
3: Must be gone. There you go. Try it now, Gail.
7: I did it. Um...
3: Okay. Go ahead, Gail.
7: Um, Bill, I have a question for you. Um, I have very numb fingers. A couple of really, really, really numb fingers after all the poking they did to take my blood sugar. They did it four times a day in this facility I was in, and they're still numb. Are they ever going to come back?
2: Oh. Well, let me put my glasses on here. Um, I don't know. Probably through time, maybe Dave Reekard would be better to answer that question. But they did the same thing to me, and eventually they came back. Um, All of the shots they do in my chest and all that stuff, it's still numb. So over a period of time, it may come back.
7: It's affecting my typing. That's the only reason I'm asking.
2: Um, anybody else got any input on that? I'm...
7: It's two fingers well, on both it, hands that are it, affected. It
0: could be neuropathy, though.
2: Yeah, it could be. Um, that's something I would ask. Do you have a diabetic doctor?
7: No, I have two as it is.
2: Oh. Well,
7: I don't want to add three more.
2: Right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I don't know. I know they kept taking my fingers and arm and stomach and whatever they could find, they poked. And
7: and they insisted on this four times a day, every day.
0: Right. If you, if you didn't have it before you went in, it, it probably will it it should clear I didn't clear have some it before anyway. oh. I
7: didn't have it before I went in and when we when Wendy helped me with my blood sugar we did it once or twice a day and they were good the readings were very very good and I'd they messed it, up everything and they messed up a, everything
0: I would give it a week or so and see what happens
2: maybe maybe even a little longer
7: okay thank yeah, you for I, your I would just input. wait but
2: I honestly do not know
12: um, yeah, it could be more like a month or two uh, right
2: and i I just don't know. Um, Beth has her hand raised. okay. Um,
3: Go ahead, Beth.
9: okay. Um, I had my i, I mean I, I've been talking with the, with some nurses and dietitians at the St. Cloud Medical Group, and they've been wonderful about it. They have said that that it, if my fingers were numb that numbness would go away after probably a week or so and that did that that happened i know that it started out that way a few years ago and eventually it, it it started back where now i i either get my fingers poked one of them on the tip or on the side of the finger and it feels Even if it stings a little bit, and then I can still get the blood out of it. At least it's not numbing my fingers anymore like it used to.
2: Yeah, that's good. I think it's just going to take time. Time and a little pain and a little practice. Maybe. I don't know. At least you're not going to get poked four times a day.
1: That's all it
4: is. There ought to be a way a blind person can protect your fingers, though. Yeah, you know you uh, need your fingers.
2: <laughs> well, I understand, but the, when when you go in there, they start those shots, and mostly they got my stomach. They just kept injecting and injecting and injecting, and I there's some explanation they gave as to why they use insulin in the hospital because they didn't like what the Diabetes manufacturers put in, like, the metformin or stuff like that. So they didn't use use that. Instead, they used the insulin, and they couldn't control it. They had all kinds of problems with insulin. All right, enough of that depressing nonsense. Um, so I'm not sure what time we are here now.
1: It um, is
3: 10,
2: 10, 12, 13. It's at 13. Okay. I... I think, you guys, we can make a decision here. We know that your your demo is about 41 minutes. We can either do your recipe now and do the demo to close out the show, or do you think we'll have enough time to come back?
1: Let's
2: go ahead and do the recipe, and
1: then we'll... Is that okay? Yeah. Okay, this is banana sour cream cake, and it's a pound cake, and it's a scratch cake, and it's not too bad to make. It's three cups of sifted regular flour, three cups of sugar. Of course, it does have a lot of sugar in it, one-fourth teaspoon of baking soda, two sticks or one-half cup of softened butter cut up, one tablespoon vegetable oil, one tablespoon of solid vegetable shortening, six eggs, one cup of sour cream, which is also eight ounces, one-fourth teaspoon vanilla, one-fourth teaspoon lemon extract, one-fourth teaspoon almond extract, or you could use all one kind if you wanted, one cup of mashed ripe bananas. You're going to mix your Flour and sugar and baking soda in a bowl and cut in the butter till it's crumbly. Beat in shortening eggs and sour cream. Continue beating five minutes. Add flavoring in your oil and bananas and beat for an additional five minutes. This is when it'd be nice to have a stand mixer. And then you're going to preheat your oven to 325. Grease and flour a tube pan or two 9-by-5-inch loaf pans. Put your batter into the prepared pans, and you're going to bake for, let's see how long, 90 minutes or until toothpick inserted comes out clean. And if you do two loaf pans, you might not have to bake it quite 90 minutes. And you can add nuts or whatever before you bake it if you want
2: to. sounds very good we've got unless we've got any questions on that first we've got a caller let me get to it just a second here I've got a I've got a caller and get to it oh I can't find it now hold on and we've got a Call from Debbie. Well, it, anybody else talk about something for just a moment.
12: Well, I was going to mention before, uh, yeah. the issue Gail having. and I'm starting to have some issues too with, with just typing for long periods of time. That one of the things I'm excited about Windows 11 is it's supposed to have really improved voice recognition, the ability to use your voice not only to type but to execute different commands, play things and open and read email and browse the web. So when we get our fingers dirty playing with that when we come back to the coffee club and how did you, don't, you Mike, do oh go ahead Mike. go ahead Bill
2: I'm just going to ask Mike how he did with his his um,
12: oh I I haven't heard from the actual lab yet but the lab tech said I did have mild sleep apnea so uh, and really cool guy we really connected he was a musician and did audio work like I do and we talked about radio people we knew and and different music and stuff so we really connected and he Gave me a lot of so did good you have trouble sleeping in the test? I did. I did. Yeah, because I, did I wasn't too. used to, they have something new that you put over your face that points two things up your nostrils of your nose and a microphone hanging over your mouth. And so it took me a little while to rest, and I woke up numerous times, and I was afraid my study wouldn't be, the data wouldn't be any good. But he said he they got enough of what they need. He said I did well, he Said, but it smiled. I did, asked they, about,
3: did they kick you out early as well, Mike? No, no, no.
12: Uh, he said that um, you know, because I said, "Can I get a machine that just auto adjusts?" And he said, "Really, that's for people with more severe sleep apnea." He said he recommended I come back and do something called titrate, t i t r a t e, where they actually you do one more night in the lab and they measure it and that way they could properly set your machine uh, with the right flow. Well, there. it sounds
2: like you're on the good track.
3: Yeah, that, yeah. That was good, good going, that. Mike.
2: And we'll have a lot more about convention stuff next week and all kind of good stuff. I'm registered for both, so that. But let's play this first comment for Debbie here, and we'll come right back and then go into Chris's and Dave's demo.
13: Good morning, Bill. This is Debbie in Lafayette. I was on the Zoom thing for a while, but I've got things to do, and there were too many people ahead of me. Um, I wanted to make a comment about Lions Clubs. I have a story. Back in the 1970s, um, well, our Lafayette Lions Club for years has had Christmas dinners for all blind and visually impaired people in Tippecanoe County and surrounding area. They used to sit, all of us blind people together, and the Lions members and sighted people were segregated. My mother protested that and she got them to change their minds and you know sit other people with the lions members with the people who are blind so they could mingle with them so she started something good she was always a big advocate for the blind and uh, also i wanted to say our lions club here we've had a, a visually impaired president bob Bob Hurdy, I hope it's okay to say his name, I think it is, and he still does a lot of work with the Lions, and our Lions Club has raised over, I think, $80,000 for leader dogs for the blind, so our Lions Club here does really a lot of good work, and they do the hearing aids thing, they do community cleanup, and they are just really a good club, so I'm very thankful for the Lafayette Lions Club. And they also do the vision check in the schools, and that's another story. They really helped my little bonus granddaughter. If I start to talk about that, I'll cry. So anyway, you all have a great day. Bye-bye.
2: All right, that summed up, I think, what I said before, that it's just a few what do they say, a few bad apples, just a few people who have those attitudes who we will not let that dominate our club.
12: Yeah, I want to mention something real quick, just follow up on that, Bill, That because um, I've been doing a lot of work with what's called DEI now, Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion, which some people turn their nose up, they think it's just black and white issues, but really it's all facets, I mean, LGBTQ, disability, a number of different things, but you used the word earlier prejudice and now i mean there's definite prejudice but there's also something called unconscious bias basically all of us have things and and situations or maybe groups of people that we uh are not favored that we do not show favor to and we're all we all have it to some extent and some people much worse than others but i think you're right the sensitivity training and hopefully sooner than later, because what I heard last year, attending the ACB Lions events, the numbers are down. And uh, I, I hope they can do something to keep that great organization alive.
2: Well, I hope so, too. And we're just going to have to keep working at it. I mean, you know, this Lions Club means everything to this lady. If they told me tomorrow, you know, I've got other things to do and whatever. But Debbie's call was a real great call that, you know, her mother was very inclusive and people need to mix and don't need to be set off because they're blind in in a certain area. That's just unexcusable. Nobody is everybody. Blind people. Side of everybody is a person and people. All right, Chris, All I've right. put you off long enough. I think.
1: Yeah. Anybody who has any questions, maybe they can email them, or if they can't email them, isn't there a phone number they
2: can call? There the... most certainly is 800-693-0595, yeah. Press option five. If for some reason that doesn't go through, press option two, and I'll get it. Um, but.
1: That way they can ask a question since they're not going to have a chance at the end. Anyway, this is an ice maker. It's a smart, a Bluetooth ice maker, and it makes what they call chewable ice. And I think the rest of it's pretty much explained in the demo.
2: And also, oh, Bill, yeah.
5: before that, I was going to mention, I will not be on the legend all next week, taking the week off.
2: Uh, no, um, you didn't clear I, this. I
5: expect my vacation pay,
2: though. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you got it. All uh, right. There you go. <laughs> you got it, buddy. All right, I'm on it. You're, what days are you off again?
5: I'm taking the whole week of the, from July 5th through the, what is it? 5th,
3: 7th, 8th, 9th, 5th to the 9th. Yes, ninth, ninth, ninth. Ninth.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well...
4: But I probably will miss the coffee club Wednesday.
2: Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah. I know I will. But Chris and I will be we'll here. Go. And are you coming on the coffee club, Tim, or are you on vacation?
5: Um, I'm not sure. It depends on if there's meetings at that time. But I, I have a feeling I I can try and be there.
2: <laughs> well, Dave will be here and Jeff we'll will probably be here. Be here. Yeah, we'll oh, be yeah. here. And um, also... Tim, I registered yesterday and made a donation, so I'll see you at one of those meetings, maybe.
4: Probably. Yeah. Oh yeah, we'll see him at one of the meetings, because yeah. I registered this morning and, and made
2: Jennifer's, my donation. Right, so we've registered and done our thing. So we'll see you there. All right. Here we go for the demo. Think cool, cool, cool.
0: Good morning, everyone. It's time now for another exciting demo. And today we're going to talk a little bit about making ice.
1: Going to get a little bit of a instruction on something we bought during Amazon Prime that we absolutely didn't need.
0: Yeah. (laughs) This is the, um, it's made by General Electric, or GE. And it is called the Opal Ice Maker. And uh, it's pretty pretty neat piece of equipment. It's a countertop ice maker. So um, I'm going to let Chris give you a little bit of the information about the product, and then I'll get into explaining how this thing works.
1: We weren't even looking for ice makers. We didn't particularly desire to have an ice maker but i made the mistake of looking at prime items and this one caught our attention because it's a smart ice maker and you know we love anything we can do with our phones and i know some people don't and aren't able to do the phone thing but if you can do it it's really nice to have because it makes it accessible and it's just fun it Advertises itself as chewable ice. It's it's ice, but it's chewable. It makes little nuggets. It is advertised as the ice that makes people yell across the room, hey, they have the good ice here. So anyway, this is a GE countertop ice maker. It's called an Opal Nugget. It is <clears throat> It is available on Amazon. Uh, if you just put opal, O-P-A-L, space, nugget, N-U-G-G-E-T, in your search field, it will come up. I would urge you to watch the prices because um, some of them are pretty high. We actually paid 449 on Prime Day. That's $449. Uh, it is currently available at Amazon for five fifty five ninety nine. You get an OXO Good Grip scoop with that, a flexible scoop, which we did not get. We it does come with its own little scoop, but um, we didn't get the 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 bigger flexible scoop with it at the time. That's the lowest price I could find this morning. Was the five fifty five now at least the lowest price on Amazon. You can also get it on GEappliances.com, and you can get it there for the regular price, which the regular retail price is $549.99, according to what I saw on Prime Day. So should you want to call about it, um, GE's number is 800-430-430. One seven five seven. That's one eight hundred four three zero one seven five seven. The number to Opal is eight six six nine zero seven six seven one eight. That's eight six six nine zero seven six seven one eight. The model number is O P is in Paul A L zero one. G is in golf E P is in Paul K is in kilo T is in um tangle Tangle thank you Um So that that pretty much is that pretty the, oh there is a 2.0 I did want to say there is a 2.0 there's a newer model however it's pretty expensive I don't know the price uh, at the time it was way more than we wanted to pay Um so the price has slipped my mind but the only the difference is it is uh, doable with the A lady and with Google Home so that's the only difference I could really I could really see this one works with Apple and Android iOS and Android and
0: it's bluetooth
1: yeah it's bluetooth
0: well, the first thing I will tell you, it weighs about 45 or 46 pounds. I, I think it's 48, actually. 47, actually. 47?
1: That's, okay. Yeah, that's the shipping weight. So
0: it, it's got a little bit of weight. So when you get this thing...
1: They recommend that it's more helpful if two people handle it, but...
0: Yeah. So anyway, uh, when you get this thing, it's in a box, and then you've got to take it out of the box and uh when you take it out of the box you have the unit itself and then you have uh, of course it's in uh styrofoam and you got to get all that stuff off of there and you got
1: to look for cardboard and tape and you know the whole deal
0: right and um there, there's, uh, there's actually like five pieces in there. You have the unit itself, then you have the what they call a side tank, which is in two pieces. You have the base, and uh, then you have the tank that sits on top of the base.
1: Now, this is the only unit, that, according to um, Opal, this is the only unit that comes with a side tank, which you know you may or may not need.
0: So you have the unit, you have the the side tank that's in two pieces, the base that holds the side tank, and and the side tank, and uh, let's see, then you have um, a scoop that when you get it, it's inside the. There's a, a drawer on the front of the unit, and you open that, and there, there's a scoop in there. It's
4: taped.
0: It's taped inside the uh, the drawer. So, anyway, um, the the unit has. We'll, we'll we'll look at the the unit is. Well, do you have the dimensions there, Chris?
1: Without the side tank, the unit is 17 inches tall, 10 inches from right to left, and 17 inches from, well, if you put the unit together, it's actually 17 inches from front to back, but if you put the little drip tray on it, it's probably about 20 inches from front to back. The side tank, when you add it, it's square, and it's 7 inches by 7 inches, and of course it is 14, uh, 17 inches tall. Same as the unit.
0: Okay. So if you're if you're going to use the the side tank, which which we have found you don't have to, but depending on how much ice you want to make, uh, you might want to use that.
1: If you're having a big party, you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and you want it to keep making ice for a long time. Um, so, anyway, um, we will start with the front of the unit. So we'll turn it around so that the unit is facing, the front of it is facing
1: me, and... Um, you'll know that by the drawer you pull out. The right. drawer pulls out from the front toward so you.
0: You'll, you'll see the drawer, uh, and if you come down each side of the unit, uh, you'll see, you know, where you can get your fingers in there to pull the drawer out, in and out.
1: It's just got a... It doesn't have a handle as such. It's just got one of those things you stick your fingers underneath and pull Yeah, out. just
0: pull it out. Yeah. And then once you pull the drawer out, make sure you take untape that. There's tape all over this thing. So there's tape around uh, where you pull the drawer out. You want to get all that tape off because otherwise you won't be able to open the drawer. Yeah.
1: So if it doesn't open, look for tape.
0: Right. <laughs> and... And... Uh, so anyway, the drawer c- goes in and out, and um, it has ridges on the drawer that kind of match up with the unit when you go to slide the drawer in. That's where your uh, your your water winds up. Is it is is uh, underneath that drawer? But in the drawer is where the ice is going to be when it's making the ice. Now one thing you don't want to do if you're not sighted is up above the drawer there is a it's like a a, a round emblem.
1: It's about the size of a what a fifty cent piece, maybe. Yeah, something bigger.
0: like that. That's kinda of like a touch thing a uh, screen or whatever, a display or whatever. That's
1: so you can start making ice. If you don't have a smartphone or something, but that's going to be difficult for you to know what it's doing. So um, get a good look at that before you plug it in and pair it if you want to see it. Because if you touch it too hard, it will start doing things.
0: Yeah, and so you don't want to do that. That's pretty much all that's on the front of the unit, the drawer and that little touch thing uh, panel up above the drawer that
1: little touch panel that little circle has a light ring around it that changes colors and flashes and does all kinds of sided stuff
0: right so um that takes care of the front of the unit and of course um then we're, we'll look we'll take our hands across from front to back with the, the drawer face facing me, and then we're going to look at the back from over. In other words, we're reaching across the top and down, looking at the back,
1: like you would have it if you were actually using it.
0: Right, because uh, some people they'll swing that thing around and they'll they'll turn it around to where they can see the back. Um, we never do that because if you're going to use this thing, then you want to know exactly where this stuff is. So
1: I don't want to swing a 45, 46, 47-pound thing around. So
0: right. Know. So we're going to reach. We're going to take our hands and, and reach across the top or from front to back. And we're going to go to the back. And we're going to come down. On the back, we're going to bring our hands up. We're going to be touching the top of the back, and we're going to move our hands over to the right-hand side of the back and then take our hands down. And we will see um, <clears throat> there's a little clip there, and it has two hoses on it. Um, the <clears throat> If you're looking at it from front to back now, uh, the left hose is... It has a tag on it that says B, and if you're going to use a side tank, you would unplug that hose from that clip and take it over, and you'll put it onto the the base part of the side tank, but we'll get to that in just a little bit. Uh, the, the, the right hose is a drain hose. So if if you haven't used all the water and you want to drain it to clean it and stuff like that You would unplug that hose from that clip And put that into a container or a bucket or whatever and drain all the water out Then of course uh, we're going to come back up to the top of the tank I uh, um, you of know, the unit on the back and if we come across, I got to look at this to make sure so when you when you take your hands uh from front to back and go go to across the top to the back and come over to the left, just oh, I want to know uh, it's about three fourths of the way over to the left. Up at the top of the back, right, oh, about half inch down onto the back, uh, towards the left, you'll find a switch, <coughs> and the, when it's pressed, slid to the left, it's, it's, uh, on making ice, and if you flip it to the right, it's on drain. Clean. Uh, clean, that is. So you want to flip that switch to the left.
9: If you're going to make
1: ice. If
0: you're going to make ice. I usually leave it there because that's what we're doing with it most of the time. Yeah.
1: Well, the only difference, and we'll get to this when you pair it, it has to be on clean.
0: Right. So, anyway, um that's really well, of course, you have your power cord, and this thing is it's actually perfectly safe. It's 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 a kind of like a plastic case, you can't get to any electrical parts, no how, no way, uh, unless you start taking screws out or something like that. But uh, who would want to do that? Maybe I would. But. Yeah, I
1: was just going <laughs> to say, maybe you would. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so anyway, that's that's um, that's the unit itself. Now, then, you know, we had talked about the side tank. And as I said, it's, the tank comes in two pieces. You have the, the base of the tank. And the way you set this thing up, um, the tank is magnetic so that when you put it alongside the, uh, the unit itself, it sticks to it.
1: You'd have laughed because we were trying to find a place for it to fit. We could not find a place for it to fit. And, and we, I looked in the manual and it's magnetic.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I was looking for some kind of mount. I thought maybe we were missing a part, but anyway. <laughs> so anyway, what you do is you take the if you're going to use the side tank, then what you're going to do is you're going to you're going to take the base part of the of the uh, the tank and and set the the top the the actual tank itself away from the base until you, you hook it up, and that B hose that I said that would be the left hose, if you're looking at the top of uh, the, the back of the unit up towards the top, taking your hands across the front to back, so you'll find the left hose and you'll disconnect that from that clip. You're gonna bring it over and you're gonna put it on the on the base unit. If you turn it around, there's a little mm. uh, little round oh nozzle, whatever you want to call it. With a little spring inside. It, it, it's it's a tube that sticks out. It's real skinny, and you take that hose and you put that on. You put that the end of the B hose onto that connection on the base on the base of the tank.
1: Okay, that doesn't have a spring inside that. No, was no. No. Mistake. no. I, I was talking about the bottom piece of the tank. Yeah.
0: Now, once you have that on there, now this is if you're going to make lots and lots of ice, and, and you're going to use that tank. Okay, so anyway, then you have the tank itself. And it doesn't matter which way you set the tank on the base as long as it's upside down. So, because on the on the top of the tank, it's just flat. There's nothing on there's the
1: no top. There's no lid.
0: And work. on the bottom of the tank, there's a round thing that's got ridges on it. And you screw that off, and that's what you take. You take that over to the sink or wherever you're going to get your water, and you can fill that tank um if you when you're filling it if you take your finger the longest finger you have and and screw the screw that cap off and stick your finger down in there you'll feel if you as far as you can stick it you'll see on one side there's a in inde- uh indentation that's what they call the fill line so if you just let the water as you're filling it keep a finger in there and when it gets up to that uh, it sort of widens out a little bit and when it just touches that would be your fill line and we check with people you can't see the fill line so that's how we figured out where it was So, anyway.
1: And before anybody asks, you can only use water in it. They don't put Kool-Aid or anything like that.
0: No, you don't put anything other than water in that unit because that will mess it up.
1: And only potable water that you can actually drink. Although, why you'd want to use anything else, I don't know. Yeah.
0: So, once you have that tank... Filled with water, screw that cap back onto the unit, onto the tank, and then you're going to set the tank down onto that base that you put the hose on to, and it'll start bubbling. You'll hear it start bubbling, and it'll it'll start taking water and putting it into the reservoir, which is underneath your drawer on the front of the unit.
1: And you can't take that reservoir out.
0: No, that does not come out. That's built into the unit. And that'll take uh, the water that's in the reservoir or in the tank and feed it into the reservoir of the unit. And that's how that works. It's regular 120 volt uh, unit, so it just plugs into a standard outlet. And of course, there's a cover over the plug that you want to take off so that it'll fit in the receptacle. I don't know why they do that. I think it's ridiculous. Uh,
1: probably so it doesn't punch through packaging.
0: I guess. Now, if if you don't want to if you don't want to use the side tank, Then what you do is that that, um, hose that you put on that base of the the tank, you take that and you bring it back up on the unit itself up to where you took it off of that little clip up at the top uh, of the back of the tank and you plug that back into that little thing that sticks out on the tank so it... Uh, That will uh, plug that hose. Then you can use just the reservoir underneath the drawer to make, um, what is it, three pounds of.
1: Well, the drawer will hold three pounds of ice. If you fill the reservoir up with two quarts of water and don't use your side tank, you're probably. The book says you'll get about three pounds two and a half three pounds of ice what what i found was you get about three and a half to four pounds of ice you get a little more than they say you will if you use the side tank that makes an additional three pounds of ice but here again i have found that you get a little more than that
0: yeah so anyway, that's how that's how you set this thing up, and like I said, just keep your hands away from the uh, uh, up above the drawer. Don't you know? Just when you put your when you put your drawer in, just keep don't touch up above it, or at least don't touch it hard. Don't touch it hard. That's <laughs> right. So anyway, um, I'm going to let Chris talk a little bit about pairing this unit because that's.
1: I'm going to say first that um, you need to keep an eye on your drawer. If you turn it on, look at your drawer in about three hours. It will shut off when the drawer gets full, and you will have to empty it.
0: And you pull the drawer out about halfway, you can reach your hands in there and Just see how.
1: do it quick because it constantly drops ice, so you're going to have to be ready to be quick. Right.
0: And there's nothing mechanical in there. You have to be able to put your hands in there if you can't see to see the ice. Well, you got to put
1: your there. hands in there anyway to get the ice out.
0: So, but, so I just wanted to verify that there's nothing. <clears throat> Absolutely now, nothing mechanical that you can get hurt on.
1: Okay, now, the drawer also has some little holes in the bottom along the edges, along the right-hand edge and the left-hand edge. That is because this unit, as it, if the ice starts to melt in the drawer, it feeds that water back down into the reservoir. And I tell you that because when you pull it out, if you have very far to go, you might want to get a... Pan or a cookie sheet or something that drawer will fit in. And also, if you forget and you leave that ice in there and it shuts off and maybe you went to Aunt Jane's or somewhere and forgot it was on or didn't think to turn it off, you'll come back in that drawer, depending how long you were gone, might be full of water. So you need to know that the minute you pull it out, it, you're going to start to drip water. So, and if you have a lot of water in there, it's going to drip pretty fast. Well, if it's still on,
0: yeah, if it's still on, you'll be fine. It'll it'll keep it'll it'll take that melted stuff and go back down and 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 turn that into ice again.
1: You're still going to lose a teeny bit of water though. Right. But if you forget about it and it's been off for a while, you may lose a lot of water. So that's why I was cautioning people to have something to pull the drawer out on if 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 dripping a tiny. Some water is going to be a problem. So, anyway, to pair the app, you go to the App Store and you put Opal Nugget in the search field, and you're going to come to something that says Games Folder, Oops. Five Apps,
9: okay. GE Profile. GE
1: Profile. That's the one you want. And when you open it, it's going to ask you to allow uh bluetooth and you're going to have to say yes if you want to pair it
0: make sure the bluetooth is turned on on your phone
1: yeah and so then it's going to ask you if you want notifications and i would allow that too we did then it's going to say searching for products so make sure you're close to your opal and just wait and all of a sudden you stay in the app all of a sudden you'll get a pairing request and you just tap pair and wait a few minutes and you're good to go it'll it'll say my opal online when it's paired so and that's all you have to do and if you And, you know, if you have to, if it doesn't find it, just do it again. We had to do it once on one phone, twice on the other phone. So, you know, if if you do have to do it again, don't panic.
0: Now, if you have two phones, you cannot use, you can't, uh, if you, say, for example, if Chris is online uh, with the Opal, uh, with her phone, I can go I can go online, but I can't do anything with it because she's the one that's actually has access.
1: Only one person at a time can have access. Right. Now you can Bluetooth more than one phone, obviously, but then whoever has access, the other person doesn't.
0: Right. but if you want to pair that second phone, um, Chris would have to for example, would have to take hers out of the app switcher on the iPhone so that um so and, so and not be in the app, yeah. so that the other phone will pair
1: and you also in order to pair you have to have that switch moved to clean
0: right the switch so. on the back of the unit you have that on clean yep and then when you're when you're done with the pairing you flip that back over to ice
1: so we're going to go in and look at the app you have an opportunity G- in name button. to name your opal but we just named it I think Icemaker or something. Myopal. Myopal. I don't know. I just left the default because one can only think up so many names. Um, you're gonna see Status icon add water button. First thing you're gonna see is Myopal online, which you don't well, first you're gonna see Myopal connecting offline and connecting, and then you'll see Myopal online, which we've already Mine is already up and awake, so it's you're not going to see that on mine, but that's what you see.
13: You're status, icon see icon status, icon idle. status icon item,
1: status icon item, item button. button. That's a that,
13: status icon add water.
1: Button. Add water. Now, some of this stuff is graphs. This little add water is, is a graph, and it shows you how much water is actually in there.
0: And there's
1: none in there right now. There's none in there right now. Um, you're not going to be able to access that with voiceover. It's just not going to tell you like so many other little graphs. It's picture.
13: Status icon idle.
1: button. It's idle. Now. Status icon ice. Button. There's the ice button. It, it, that'll tell you if it's that idle button. If, if it's making ice, it'll say making ice.
13: Status icon calendar. Button. Calendar. Idle. night light. Status icon calendar.
1: Calendar. You can actually make a schedule on this thing. You can schedule it to make ice. Um. Anyway, you would have the the ice where it says idle and
13: status icon calendar.
1: You can make a schedule. You can choose a time. You can choose a day, and you can choose apply to all, which will make ice every day at whatever time you chose and you can then you can there's a switch button and it has to be turned on for your schedule it's to a switch wear, icon in the yeah uh. yeah it's a switch icon if you don't want to make ice if you want to put it on vacation uh-huh. or maybe you don't want to make ice right now or you don't want to make ice tomorrow or whatever you just keep that switch button off and then you can use it whenever you want to
13: i don't Night light. Switch button. On. There's
1: a night light that I have switched off, and it keeps coming back on. Schedule. There's your schedule. We tap there, and you can go in, and you can see times and days of the week.
13: Shop accessories. Product info. Start making ice.
1: Button. There's the start making ice button. That's what you want to see. Now, if it's making ice, instead of start making ice, you'll see stop making ice.
0: So, you you know, if you don't want it to make any more, you can just hit stop making ice, and it'll...
1: And you can stop, and then you can either...
0: It'll take a little while for it to shut down if you tell it to stop.
1: takes about, what, three or four minutes? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you can uh, either start it again later, or you can just go ahead and drain your unit.
0: Okay, so what we're going to do is uh we 're not going to use the side tank
1: because we't need that
0: because we don 't need that much ice we we've been messing around with it, we got more ice, and we know what to do with, so we 're going to go you fill that oh yeah, <laughs> it would help to fill we have a two quart No, it's a one quart oh it 's a one quart pitcher, and Chris is filling it up, and she 's going to give it to me and uh I should tell you, when we paired this, we were in the house. We have this in uh, in our extended kitchen, which is our garage. And um, I got it. So we were in the living room, and we were still able to communicate with uh, the unit. So that's Well,
1: yeah, we were in the living room when we were doing the demo. So... <laughs>
0: Now we are in the garage, so the first thing we're going to do is we have the unit plugged in and it's ready to go, so we're going to pull the drawer out of the unit, and I'm just going to use the reservoir that's on the unit instead of the tank, and I put one pitcher We'll need a second one. No, let's
1: just do one because we don't need that much ice.
0: Okay, so we, we just put a quart in there.
1: We have a whole bag of ice in the freezer.
0: Here's the picture. Okay, do you have your phone
1: with I you, did, Chris? Yes.
0: Okay, so now we're out here with the, the unit and, and we, have the, we put the drawer back in. And like I said, underneath the drawer, there's the reservoir. <clears throat> you can get about two two of those uh, quarts of uh water in that reservoir cause you, otherwise you get too much in
1: yeah there. if you fill the reservoir with two quarts and fill the pitcher the i mean the side tank with uh i think it holds 48 ounces you're going to be making a lot of ice for a long time
0: that's why we didn't use the uh side tank because we don't need that much ice
1: no so what she's going to do now I'm just going to swipe to start making ice I'm just going to do one finger swipes which is how you get around in this app
13: Night light, switch button. schedule shopping product start making ice button start making ice product
1: start making ice button there it goes
0: it's not real loud. The recorder's going to make it sound louder than it is because. Stop
1: making ice. And you see, I have a stop making ice on the thing on the screen. Hit now. that again, because I.
13: Product info. Stop making ice. Button.
0: Okay, and so if if you had accidentally hit it and didn't want to, you just hit the stop making ice, and and that's about it. So
1: let's see if we can. I wonder how long it'll take for them to get to hear it drop ice.
0: It's going to take. A little while
1: okay so let's come back
0: okay we'll come back when it's it, what it's going to do now is it's going to it's going to take some of that water and uh freeze it and then it'll start dropping it into into the drawer
1: you have to listen pretty close to hear it if you have a significant hearing problem you might not hear it but so we'll be back quiet. shortly
0: we have a little table in the garage here, where we have, well, the extended kitchen, as uh, Chris says, and. Um I, I neglected to tell you um, to talk about this drip tray. The drip tray has a flat side and it's got four like little legs on it, on the bottom of it so you want to face those four legs down, you come to the front of the unit and line it up with uh, both sides of the unit and just slide it underneath the, uh, the unit and the tray will slide into place and that Catches a lot of that water, like Chris said, when she takes the drawer out to empty it or whatever. It'll catch a good bit of that water if there's any water dripping off of that drawer before it starts dropping ice into the drawer, it takes about 10 to 15 minutes because what it has to do, it's got to freeze some water before uh, it makes the ice and drops it into the drawer. Okay, just drop some ice into the drawer and it it doesn't drop it all the time it's it's every couple minutes or so and it drops a bunch of ice into the drawer
1: it makes a pound an hour or it will make 24 pounds in 24 hours if you keep the water just reservoir full and keep the drawer dumped when it's full. Dump it into the ice bag or something.
0: I don't know if the recorder picked that up, but it just drops some more ice into the drawer. And
1: as you get ice covering the bottom of the drawer, it gets quiet. The ice drop gets quieter of course, because it's landing on ice and not plastic. Right.
0: Okay, we are back and we have a uh it, it the drawer is it's finished, and the drawer is pretty much full and um, <clears throat> the unit has turned itself off because it used uh, all of the uh since we only put one one quart of water into that ro- reservoir underneath the drawer because we weren't using the side tank. <clears throat> then uh, it made uh, just about a drawer full. It, it's, it's as close to the t- top of the drawer as you'd want to have it. And we didn't make any more than that because we have already made a batch of ice <clears throat> a couple different times. So we have a whole bunch of it. We put it in bags and put it in the freezer.
1: It makes nuggets about the size of... Oh, if you take one of those number two lead pencils that are six-sided, not the round ones, but the six-sided ones, and they have that metal band at the top that holds an eraser, and if you pull that eraser off, which I don't know why you would want to, but I'm sure I have. I'm sure you have, too. It's about that size. They're just little nuggets. They're, I would guess, maybe what quarter inch long maybe slightly more not a half inch and they're not
0: very they're not very thick
1: no they're round they're kind of round like a little barrel sort of and they're only
0: it's just a real fancy little little nuggets
1: it's probably only an eighth of an inch across maybe i don't know it's kind of hard to kind of hard to measure ice because it's constantly melting but anyway
0: of course, when you're when you're when you're finished um, making the ice, which we are now, now we will leave it plugged in because we'll be using it again. So you can bet on that. Um, it's not one of those devices where you have to unplug it. The only time you want to do that is if you want to drain it or something for some reason. You know, maybe just to clean it up or whatever. And if there's any excess water in there, and you want to. Uh, and you want to drain it uh then you you might want to unplug it um, after you drain it because um, there won 't be anything in there or anything like that, so you can un you, after it drains because you need to have it plugged in when you drain it so after it 's done, then if you want to unplug it you can.
1: And there's a whole cleaning procedure in the manual. Um, I'm not going to go through that because it's, you can clean it with some bleach and water and so forth. But anyway, um, that's in the manual, or if you want to call Opal, I'm sure they'd be happy to tell you how to do it.
0: And most of the stuff, um, once, once you make the ice and the unit shuts off, you may find in that reservoir underneath the drawer, there's a little square in there and sometimes there might be just a little wee bit of water left in there even though it, it used as much as it could pump and then just take a paper towel or something and wipe that out and that's all you have to do and uh, you know put your drawer back in and and it'll be ready to go the next time you want to use it. Well, Chris, do you want to give the information about the product one more time?
1: This is an, a GE Profile Opal Nugget Countertop Ice Maker. It is model opal L zero one G one gepkt it is available on Amazon right now for five hundred fifty five dollars and 99 cents and you get a ox uh, oxo good grips flexible silicone scoop with it although it comes with its own it's it's smaller but it, it works it's just about right for scooping into glasses um, you can get it on the GE appliances website currently for 549 that's the manufacturer's retail price. The number to GE is 800 That's 800 430 The number to Opal is 866-907-6718. That's 866-907-6718.
0: Well, that's how the unit works, and... It makes really fancy ice. I like to... <laughs> I'll put a whole bunch of it in a glass, and, you know, maybe with some soda or just water, ice water. And when I'm done with the ice water, I'll sit there and eat the rest of the ice out of there because it's it's very chew- it's chewable, chewable ice. It's not real hard ice. Yeah, it's kind of really cool. Anyway, that's how it works. If you have any questions about this product, you can always email Bill Sparks at... Bill Bill at BillSparks.org. That's Bill at BillSparks.org. And if he doesn't have the answers, he'll make sure he gets a hold of us and we'll make sure that you get the answers to the questions you might have.
1: Or if you have any questions or comments regarding the Opal Nugget Countertop Ice Maker during this live broadcast, you may reach us by calling 646 558 8656, six. that's 646 558 five, 8656. Five, six. Press pound as instructed. When you're asked for a, a meeting ID, enter 848 That's 848 You'll be asked for a user ID, press pound. And you'll be in the room with us where you may ask your questions or make your comments regarding the Opal Nugget Countertop Ice Maker by GE.
0: Well, that's all the time we have for this demo. Stay tuned next week for another another exciting exciting demo. demo.